Oh, yeah. I don't remember this intro at all. I listened to this song so many times since we decided we were going to do an episode about it. Oh, oh now yeah. I remember it. <laughs> Look at that theme and variation on a rhythm, though. It's like <laughs> that bass ostinato. <laughs> Stravinsky would be proud. <laughs> I love that if you just say things like an ostinato theme and variation, like the motif of da 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 with that tritone interval. These guys are genius. Geniuses. <laughs> I love this bass line, too. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Like that, um... Da da da, the little honk. It's like a Primus thing. This is like a fucking Primus yeah. song. This song's cooler than we all remember, because everyone remembers, Stick it up in the Yeah. But like these guitars, kind of some movement. This is really weird. I really like the production. Something is always happening. Yeah. Another like great hard to hear the notes bass line. Yeah. But it has a lot of like depth and movement. Yeah, it's moving. You like this guitar player a lot. It's really weird. I think he's cool. Like this, uh, yeah. <laughs> stick it up, yo. <laughs> Fred Durst sucks, but he's awesome too. This isn't the guy, the guitar player that paints his like body. Is, yeah, West Boylan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the weird face paint. Yeah. Can't believe I remembered that. Yeah. See, some visual stuff. Yeah. I sometimes I put him in Marilyn Manson's guitarist, John Five. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I really like the sampling going on too. Yeah. It's a beat beat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, um, Fred Durst feels like the early 2000s version of Pete Davidson. <laughs> Just like a tattooed guy who sucks that right. hates everyone. Yeah, you're right. And everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? Who is this guy? <laughs> The Red Yankees cap, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Red Yankees cap. It's funny that we remember a lot of the stuff about that band, this band. They had, like, a very clearly defined visual language. They did. These are weird bridges in this time. Yeah, I remember their artwork was always really weird. Yeah, like, very cartoony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was a funny music video, too. He's just, like, walking around with that hat and that stupid jacket. Uh, welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we explore songs we like, research what they mean, how they're recorded, why they're written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. Today, we're podcasting so we can take that cookie. <laughs> we're, we're doing the song Nookie by Jacksonville's finest, of course, only Jacksonville. Oh my could God. produce a band like this. Limp Biscuit. Luke, when this song came out, did you ever think you would be recording a podcast about it in an underground bunker in Atlanta, Georgia? <laughs> Dude, isn't it weird how it works like that? Because what the song maybe came out, I want to guess, I want to guess, I want to yeah, guess. Yeah. I want to say the song came out mm. in the year 2000, year 2000. You're, you're so close, in 99. Oh, so 99. We, we called this the best of 2000, yeah. but we kind of talked about how like the late, later years in a decade are the same. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, I'm into that. Like, 99 is definitely the year 2000. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> it was released on June 15th, 1999, and it was a huge hit. It helped their album, Significant Other, go seven times platinum. That's crazy. Yeah. Seven times. <laughs> it was, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Seven times. Um, how, it's probably gone diamond by now. That's seven million, right? 
Yeah, seven million. <laughs> Nookie was in the top 100 for 11 weeks, but really made its paper being number one on MTV's TRL for a large portion of the summer of 99. Did you ever watch TRL? Dude, of course. Yeah, Carson Daly. Of course. <laughs> of course, man. Yeah, that was such a classic show. It's weird that that like really drove like a lot of like what was what became popular, for, yeah. at least like in my memory. It really did, dude. Like, yeah. That's what you did. You woke up or you watched you were, TRL before cartoons came exactly. on. The song uh, Nookie was nominated for Grammy for Best Hard Rock performance but lost to the joe biden of the metal scene at that point metallica uh, <laughs> that's tough well, i mean because what was was saint anger out is that saint anger no i think they lost saint anger came out a few years later i think this was like load and reload uh, maybe like okay, or the okay. symphony one oh, where they did with uh, symphony which is cool um they also headlined uh limp biscuit also headlined a spot on the hugely successful Ozfest tour because of this song, famously performing on stage in front of a giant toilet <laughs> in a nod to their haters who said they were shit. Oh, nice. I kind of okay. okay. love that, okay. though. Yeah. What do, what do you think? Like, why did this Why did this band, we talked about this with a few episodes, why do you think people like to give them such a hard time? Honestly, I think it's because they look a little silly. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the, visu- like the, the visuals mm-hmm. a little silly. The cartoon artwork's a little silly. Like The lyrics are, the lyrics are a little silly. Maybe bad. Maybe even yeah. bad. Silly. <laughs> but the, it's crazy because the music's cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's, yeah. it's like back then it was always like, oh, these guys are like, they're losers, they're annoying, and their music is like sophomoric, right? That's right. the word that people would always use. And now like listening... 20 years, 20 something years later, I'm like, oh, their music's like more complicated than virtually anything that I've heard as yeah. a popular song in like five or six years. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I had no idea how complicated those guitar parts yeah, I know, were. I know. Like, what the fuck? Which is why also, like, when we were kids and it's like we're all learning guitar around this time or maybe a little bit after, I don't really know, know anybody who played any like Limp Biscuit songs on guitar. No, right? no, yeah, no. It was mainly oh, <laughs> well, Atreyu. Yeah, Atreyu. Because, <laughs> like, like, you would start out with like the classic yeah, ACDC, yeah. whatever, and then you'd got into like, you know, Atreyu. Which, like, I still can't play any of those ACDC guitar parts, like, correctly. They're hard, bro. Yeah, they're a lot harder than you think. Yeah. Just because you know you can read the chords, it's like, doesn't mean it's you can subtle, play the dude, song. It's subtle, They're too subtle. The song uh, Nookie is about an old girlfriend of lead singer Fred Durst, who is named Jenny. When Durst was starting his career in LA, he was sending money home to his then girlfriend to pay the bills. She would then take this money to treat her and another man known as Scotty O or Teddy Swoes. It it would treat her and this guy to drugs and hotel rooms. (laughs) Durst didn't really care and just stayed with her for the sex, hence the nookie. I can't believe this song is based on a real thing. Their name's like Teddy Swoes, Scotty O. Yeah, it's like a fucking WWE. (laughs) You know the South Park episode where they do the wrestling? It's like, I got 22 abortions. The rad Russian. The rad Russian, yeah. (laughs) I love that episode. <laughs> Honestly, it might be one of the like, I think greatest yeah, written. I think shows. it's so funny. Yeah. What do you think about like um the weird influence of like Jack of like Jacksonville, Florida on like this stuff? Yeah, because like, yeah, Jacksonville. It's um who else was from? Is it Yellow Card? I think they were from. Who else was from yeah, Jacksonville? Maybe they were actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they have a totally different sound. But I also think like Creed is from Jacksonville. Oh, or, really? Like, maybe the singer is. Oh, um, wow. The band Colds, remember yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a weird, dirty place. I, I f- know. I fuck with Florida, though. I feel like it's like aggressive, but also unique. 
It, oh, yeah, it's definitely yeah. aggressive and unique. <laughs> the music for this song itself was born out of a jam between DJ Lethal and guitarist Wes Borland. So funny story about um, DJ Lethal. He what, This was not his first band. He was the DJ in a hip-hop group in the early 90s called House of Pain, which you know one of their yep. songs, right? Yep. Jump Around, yep. Yep. which they use in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And he's winning the Waterbury Open. Yeah, <laughs> the Waterbury Open. <laughs> if you win, you get to join the tour. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, there, the song came from like this jam. The beat was sampled um, by DJ Lethal off an Italian porn movie from the 70s. No shit. And according to Borland, quote, that beat's from a porn movie. We should call this song Nookie, You've, is what he said. That's pretty funny. Yeah, you also can't make weird this sample. shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's funny, like, Limp Bizkit has such a funny reputation yeah. amongst, you know, just their fans and people who, like, live through this era. And then it's just funny to think that, like, the song's about Fred Durst sending money to a girl that was cheating on him and he didn't care. Yeah. And then this, the sample comes from an Italian porn movie. I'm like, these guys are so on brand. Yeah, like this, this actually makes me think that that Hulu documentary is right. Yeah. And that this is all programmed. <laughs> Simulation. It's too, yeah. like someone had fun with that code. Yeah. They're or, like, check this shit out. Like, look yeah. at what I can yeah, do. Exactly. Look at this red Yankees They're all laughing cat. about it. <laughs> Pharrell U- Williams of universally beloved Tastemaker Status has said that Nookie was a huge influence over his productions and his band, N-E-R-D. No shit. Yeah. I, I kind of actually it. get that. Yeah. Yeah, I get too. that actually. When I read that, I was like, that's interesting. And like, good for Pharrell for having the fucking stones to, to say, say that. that this song inspired him. Yeah. I'm like, he must be very confident in it. Because himself. I mean, because I mean, Pharrell's production, he likes like kind of quirky sounds, mm-hmm. like not traditional drum sounds, yeah. not traditional like melody sounds. Weird like, harmonies. Cool. Yeah. Weird, weird harmonies, harmonies. Which yeah. are like are a little crunchy. That's like the, the most interesting thing to me about this song is that. The harmony is not solid. No. Nah. But they really ride with it. It still feels good. Yeah, not, like when that guitar part, that roaring guitar part comes in, yeah, it's yeah. so dissonant, but so right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's perfect. What do you think about Fred Durst as a rapper? <laughs> the, 90, the 90s were a different time, <laughs> yeah. man. You know, he's like, I watched a nice like Limp Biscuit full concert on YouTube maybe like a few years ago and I can't remember where they were performing mm-hmm. but I was like this dude's not a great rapper but he is a really good frontman he's a good performer yeah he really yeah. just like brought it the whole time and it's like hard to have that energy yeah. for like an hour and a half yeah I watched the whole thing <laughs> yeah right. I, I, I I do agree I think it would be better to see it live yeah. than to you know listen to the recording he's, or whatever. he's got some charisma it's like not a charisma that anybody really wants to have around but yeah. it's undeniable <laughs> uh the website stereo gum has perhaps the best description of this song and even the career of limp biscuit saying quote aside from the infantile lyrics the awful rapping and the yelling it's really not that bad of a song <laughs> <laughs> when i read that i was like oh these guys they are fucking geniuses I was like, <laughs> um so like luke i wanted to first start asking you like why do some of these more aggressive rock groups tend to go for some of those really weird jazz harmonies in their instrumentation? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think guys that were like learning music in this era, guitar players, rock guitar players, whatever, I think they actually did have interest in like learning the instrument beyond just like being able to rip through some power chords. Yeah, and it wasn't like, oh, let me go YouTube like how to play 
um, right. D'Angelo chord voicings. It right. was more like, well, how do I deepen my relationship to the, how do I reach this guitar? Yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, like back then, like you can, you can teach yourself guitar at home by yourself. You can do it. Yeah. Back in the fucking 1998, 97, you, someone had to fucking teach you. Yeah. And these, you couldn't uh, these, log on the computer and learn how to play guitar. These dudes probably learned how to play the guitar like in the eighties too. Or yeah. Like early probably 90s, by someone who was like really into like jazz or seventies, yeah. eighties music. And they just happened to pick up these things. Oh, it's crazy because I feel like that system is better, but it's it it totally denies like how great some people have it now. It's hard to it's like I wish that we could somehow come in between because I agree like you you would hire a guitar teacher and like either that would put you on a really good path or mm-hmm. not a good one and you're kind of fucked when it comes to that. Yeah, but at the same time, it did put you on a, a path that's like specific and like more unique in a way yeah than now where like everyone's learning from the same the guy who has the most youtube vi- exactly views. so like everyone exactly. learns a g chord the same way and exactly blah, blah, blah. right right yeah yeah i always think it's fun these these groups with their like aggressive harmonies that shift more towards like weird types of like bebop i mean yeah. they're not playing any of the like the licks yeah they're not they're, like they're not in their bebop yeah the, yeah yeah <laughs> but, but they're like oh like why don't I play a chromatic chord right next to this one? Because I like the way that it makes me feel right. as opposed to being like the right chord is this, right, you know, right. um, the next thing I want to talk about is like, why is it that I like Limp Bizkit so much? Like, like when I put on this track, I like feel something specific that I don't feel for most types of music. Interesting. And it's like when the band hit, when they came out, they kind of seemed like posers. Right. 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 But now they seem more real than anything. Yeah. And it's just like, Another sign that sometimes the baggage that we put on music in the moment when it comes out can like ruin what it really is. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And and then even and then today, like the media can make it even worse. Like if something mm-hmm. gets a bad review or something you see on Instagram or Twitter, yeah. that will skew how you feel about something like that'll totally mess your judgment without you actually giving it a chance. Yeah, it's like I um you know, I didn't really listen to to like very many songs off the latest Drake album. Like yeah, I, I put it on. I I made it through a few songs, then I turned it off. Never thought about it again. Didn't listen to a single track from mm-hmm. Kanye's album because they're just like in the media all the I time. Know, I, I know. just like don't even care. I know. But like maybe those albums are good. I know. And in like fifteen years, I'll be like, oh, like Donda, so fucking good. Yeah, we'll be making Kanye two thousand jokes. <laughs> yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> 2020 Kanye uh, jokes. You'll be like, what a sophisticated harmony. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you um, remember the days of like the Napster videos, like E-Bombs World and things like that? Did you I remember the one for this song, the Cookie Monster doing, I did it all for the cookie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, I remember. So I got the joke. When you said it, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I knew that. I remember. <laughs> uh, well, best YouTube video comment award yes. goes to Scopasium. Nice. Who writes, quote, this was when hair gel was more important than deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah, he fucking nailed it. Like <laughs> And little Listerine. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah uh, the yeah, little yeah, dissolving. Yeah. The dissolvers, one. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Please rate and review our show. Help spread the word virtually or in real life. We're on Patreon. We've got an Instagram. We've got playlists on Spotify. Thanks a lot for listening. We've got a lot of people, a lot of new people tuning in every day, and we really appreciate you guys being here. Thanks so much for listening to this. 